What is up, guys and girls? Welcome to the Let's Be Real podcast. This is your host, Naomi, and I'm here to cover all things health, fitness, lifestyle, and mindset. The aim of this podcast is to inspire you to become the best version of yourself. It is also a place where I talk openly about things that most people just don't want to discuss, like mental health and motivation, just to name a couple. Plus, I'll be here to give you some little tips and tricks on how you can become a more evolved you. So let's get started. On today's episode, I am interviewing Amanda Markson. She is a two-time Young Women Businesswoman of the Year, an absolute boss babe, a PT, online coach, owns multiple gyms, and is a huge inspiration to me in the world of entrepreneurship. So let's get straight into this. I cannot wait for you guys to hear it. All right, guys, welcome to today's episode. Today, we have Amanda Markson on, and I am so excited for this. She has become a very close friend of mine and is just like such a business mentor, I guess I'd say. Love that. I don't even know if you know (laughs) that, but I just said that. Um, Yeah, Amanda has achieved so much in her life, and I think like is such a role model to businesswoman in Australia because you have won a few little like, few little props. What are they called? Awards? Awards? Yeah. <laughs> prizes. <laughs> I'm doing well, you it. did get prizes with them, to be fair. Yeah, so. I'm doing Insta giveaways for the last few days. So I'm like, yeah, here's your prize. <laughs> um, anyway, before we get into it, I wanted to go through our life update. You guys know the drill. I just chat about what we've sort of been up to. And Amanda will let us know what she's sort of been doing this week. So I'm sure you guys follow my gram. But yesterday, it was Black Friday. And I told, I said this in the last week's podcast, but I finally dropped an apparel line. Oh my God. It was so it's exciting. I know it was so exciting. It was just the most stressful week I've had in a long time. Mm-hmm. I feel like everything that sort of could have gone wrong went wrong. And it was, it was a really good test to level up. Yeah. And I loved that. So that was my week. It is running until Cyber Monday. So this podcast should be out tomorrow. So you guys will be able to jump on that if you want to have a look. Um, that has pretty much been the whole focus of my week besides studying and training and, you know, my, my usual life. But what have you been up to before we get into this? Oh, most of my week's literally still been changing my name. Yeah. So I got married back in March and to be honest, changing my name just seemed like hard work and was right to think so. <laughs> There's just so many things. So before last week, I was actually Amanda Nottingham. So it's it's oh wow congratulations so to your new life <laughs> I know the husband's finally like okay like now you've accepted me like, yeah <laughs> that's so funny so you don't really realize how many things your name's on until yeah. you actually have to change it one day I'll learn that lovely oh that lovely man feeling. <laughs> it's it's someone else yeah someone else how funny yeah all that's right my week <laughs> um so the quote of the day just before we get into it is. I just drew my random cards at home. We're currently in Brisbane sweating bullets <laughs> in this hot box. Um, it There's is so no hot today. It's like, it's like 34 degrees. Yeah, it is so hot. But anyway, so the quote of the day is anything can happen. And I love that. Don't you Same. think that's, that's just amazing? Because it's a double-edged happen. sword. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Anything can happen. I didn't even think of it like that. But let's look at the positive <laughs> on this one. Um, right. So before we find out about your life, tell me one quirky thing about yourself. Anything at all. Oh, quirky thing. Um, I'm not going to say that no. I like the smell of petrol. <laughs> so I pre-warned Amanda. I was like, so this is, I'm just going to ask you, like, just say a quirky thing. Just think of whatever. She's like, I like the smell of petrol. And I'm like... <laughs> I don't know if we should say that. <laughs> um, did grow up in Townsville. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Loves it. Awesome. <laughs> and acrylic. Acrylic, yeah. Like when you get the your nails fumes. done. Yeah. 
you're a weirdo anyway. So Amanda is a successful businesswoman and loves fumes. No, I'm just kidding, guys. We'll get straight into it. Um, tell me a little bit about yourself and I guess who you are as a person and what you do for a living. All right. So I'll, I guess I'll start from the beginning. So we start like literally back at school. Like yeah, I was yeah. the nerdy person at school. Like, oh, I yes. didn't have a lot of friends. I also had braces with, like, headgear that strapped around my head at <laughs> night. I shit you not. Um, so good. And I don't know. I just I didn't I just didn't gel with a lot of people at school. Girls didn't like me, and the boys probably liked me in the wrong way. Yeah. So I was kind of, I don't know. Like, yeah. I had a really big focus on doing well at school. So I grew up when I was younger, like, in housing commission. And, like, it was, it was pretty pretty bad I guess like yeah, okay. housing commission's never great like yeah. we literally had like cement floors like, I didn't no, know that no carpet no tiles like cement yeah. like it was and I don't know if that's probably what it was then where I was like I, I really want to create better, a better be, life yeah. like I've just always been so motivated to take the opportunity of doing well at school like educating myself getting a good job like I've always just you, been I think that's really what, tunnel vision with that I think that's why we're so similar I actually didn't mm. know that about you but like when I was growing up, my mum actually lived in a storage shed. Like, we literally had, like, a storage yeah. shed the size of this room, like, tiny. And I think that's where I sort of took the moving point on, like, I want to be a better yeah. person. And, yeah, that's I really want more, cool. basically. Yeah. Like, so, like, I moved out of home when I was about still in school. Like, I yeah. love my mum to bits now, but we did not get along <laughs> when I was a teenager Bitch. at all. And, like... Probably, like, both our faults, to be honest. Like, I was a bit of a bitch, like, yeah. hormonal. I don't know. So, I actually moved out of home, and I lived with a couple of guys I worked with. So, I was working at Sizzler then. So, I moved in with a couple of the chefs from Sizzler. Yeah. Um, and rather than drop out of school, which is, I think, what a lot of people thought I would do when I was, like, somewhat living in a party house, I literally packed my lunches, walked myself to school every day, like, handed in my assignments, still got A's, because yeah. I was like, no, like... <laughs> This is too important to me to just blow it. So I had knee surgery when I was 16 um, and they actually broke, broke my leg and moved my ligament basically like where it sort of goes down and screwed it differently because I was dislocating a lot. Yeah. So literally every time I walk somewhere, my knee would pop out. And I would like fall on my face and everyone at school would laugh because my skirt would always go up and it was... (laughs) Fucking humiliating, to yeah. be honest, because everyone thinks you trip, but it's yeah. like, didn't just trip. Yeah. But just have really bad knees. <laughs> yeah. And it was yeah. going through like the rehab side. So I had to learn how to walk again just because everything was lined up differently. And working with physios and surgeons made me think I wanted to be a doctor. Like yeah. I really wanted to be a GP. So through school, I knew I had to get That's a really big goals to have as like in high school. Yeah. Really get, I had to get a good OP to get into medicine, obviously, because. The OP cutoff for medicine is you've got to do pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, unfortunately, I went to a pretty – like, it was a good school if you played sport, I suppose, but academically, like, it really was a, wasn't was a great school. Yeah. So, how – I don't know if you know how the QCS sort of ranks, but if your school – I don't know if they've changed yeah. it now – did really badly, it pulled your OP down. Yeah. So, I only ended up getting a four. I yeah, think I like oh, that. Did I get a four? That is quite well. Sure like, let four. me just say, firstly, for anyone that thinks like that is like, whoa, that is really good. But obviously, if you're in a school that is on the oh, bottom I of the ranking system, I could have gotten a one if I'd gone to a better yeah. school. And obviously, that's what I was aiming for. So I still applied for medicine, 
and I ended up getting in on my interview. Yeah. Um, and I was on, I was actually on a bonded scholarship, which was the other sort of catch of me doing it was after I did my six years at uni, I had to go be placed rurally for six years. Yeah. But I, I didn't really care. Like that was fine. Yeah. So I straight from school started doing medicine. I did medicine for two years, but I was working full-time hours in the clubs. Um, you know what the lifestyle's like. <laughs> 100%. Trying yeah. to study medicine, which like, it kind of goes without saying, like, it's hard. Yeah. It's really hard. Yeah. So yeah. I literally couldn't keep up. And a lot of the people I was studying with, like, they weren't working and they were kind of like, just quit your job. And it's like, well, to no. pay rent though. Yeah. Like, I don't have that kind of lifestyle, unfortunately. So I ended up dropping out of medicine. And literally had six months of just depressive lostness. Like, yeah. Oh, a hundred. Like setting such big goals to be like a doctor, and then being like, you know what? I like I quit. I'm, that is yeah. so hard to like. Oh, and I felt overcome. humiliated. Like the biggest failure. Like couldn't do it. Yeah. Like you literally failed. Yeah. And I, so oh, yeah. it was like it was really hard. So I went hard out in the party scene for that <laughs> six month. Like, how old were you at this stage? 20 yeah 20 19 20 um which is like prime sort of party years I guess like I went and I I did it for six months and then I kind of got to the point where I was like like what like what are you actually doing with your life like you can't just like what are you going to do like be a club manager like no shade (laughs) on club managers but I just knew I wouldn't be happy yeah is that sort of like where you fell in love with fitness nope Really? No. So oh, I it. I had sort of always had a bit of an interest in law because okay. I just found it interesting and contracts interesting and like debating and arguing maybe like interesting. And I kind of like the idea of events management, which in hindsight, I'm like, they do not I, actually, <laughs> I actually hate event management turns out. So I actually um, enrolled in studying law at JCU. So I was still in Townsville yeah. full time. And then I enrolled in a full time online business bachelor majoring in events management and I was like okay. I'll start both and I'll just see which one I like the most after the first year hello and next debt <laughs> oh mate don't even get me started on hex debt so I did that for a year and then I I don't know if I was just cocky when I was 21 I don't know but I was like actually you know what I'm gonna finish both I'm gonna do both these full degrees so I swapped my business major from events management to advertising because I thought maybe slightly tied in a little bit more with law yeah I don't know like in hindsight if anyone's listening and thinking of studying if you do a joint degree it's literally like half the price if you do like business and law rather than two separate degrees but it meant I managed to do with intensives through my weekends and holidays I managed to finish both in about three and a half years yeah wow and then I did my law postgrad and then I was going to go be a lawyer and then I got a job with BHB in the mines are you, are you a, like a registered lawyer or whatever it's I like? didn't end up – I did all my post-grad and then when it got to the point where I was going to go get admitted, yeah. I took this job at the mines. I literally was like, that pays a lot more. I've just yeah, studied okay. at uni for seven years. I've never really had money because I'm always studying and I'm yeah. a uni student. So I'm like, you nah, just need, I was like I'm going to go to the mines. Black. Yeah. 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 So I did that for a year. So I was working for the fire department by – for maybe like four years at this point, um, sort of just doing night shifts around study, which was great. Yeah. Um, I did a year at the mines. And then while I was at the mines was when Emma, my business owner, she got really into fitness, I guess, um, and was doing her PT certs. Mm -hmm. And 
like I took her to the gym for the first time and introduced her to that world and watching her sort of immerse herself in it I was like that is actually what I love doing yeah like that's Oh, bless I just got goosebumps, literally. Like, yeah. I just chills down my yeah. spine. Oh, I love so that. So she was like, why don't you just do your certs? Like, if you could get into medicine, I'm sure you could do your PT certs. Just do them, smash through them, and then see how you feel. So I was yeah. like, okay. So I did my PT certs um, when I was still doing the fire Back mining. Fire, yeah. yeah. Um, and then when I finished them, we decided to launch Train for Girls. And that was in 2017. Yeah. Um, so we did start purely online. Yeah. Um, which is was risky, like risky, yeah. In a set, well, because like we ever still work full time, I was still doing like two full time jobs. So, like, it was kind of the easiest thing to be able yeah, to fit it in yeah. our lifestyle. Um, it was only that, like, I got to a point where for the business to go forwards, I couldn't keep doing everything else I was doing because yeah. I just didn't have the time. Did you have the goal, like, when you went online, did you have the goal to eventually own your own, like, studio? Or was it just not sort of like initially, an online? to be honest, not initially. Um, we start literally. We started from the bottom. Like we literally started running out of a park. Um, oh, that's fun. Though. Yeah, so we yeah. started just with a little group of girls at a park, and it was kind of where we felt that a lot of like online's great, and I still do online, and I love online. But being able to have those face to face connections with our clients and. We just love that part too. Oh, 100%. That's what I miss the most yeah, as Yeah, well. like I, I really do enjoy that part. So then I started, um, moved from the part to a PCYC. Yeah. So I used to hire out the PCYC at Mount Gravatt in Brisbane and Emma hired out a martial arts studio in Townsville and we started there. Um, and we, the downside of that was I couldn't have all my own equipment. I couldn't have my setup. I couldn't have all the heavy weights that I wanted, which yeah. is obviously... You felt, like, restricted in your own goals oh, or very, business. Especially yeah. when our style of training, like, we love teaching girls to be able to lift heavy. Like, mm. I, I love it. So our next yeah, step too. was that we really needed our own location. Um, and this is where my husband was like, you are so miserable doing this mining job. You need to quit. Yeah. And I was like, no. Like, the idea of jumping into... The insecurity, I guess, of having your own business, like I've always had like a solid wage, like an employer, like it's been very safe and I'm a very structured person (laughs) that doesn't deal with change very well at the best of times and I still remember like emailing my resignation through while I was on shift and literally thought I was going to like have a panic attack. Yeah. It's I was so, like, yeah. this is not okay. Like, I was like shaking when I quit my like scary. part-time, yeah, my job. It's really, really scary. Like it is literally one of the scariest things I've ever done in my life. Like, yeah. Hands you down. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It was, it was scary. Like taking that leap. Um, I actually went and saw a carrot, like a card reader yeah. person. <laughs> like Emma's grandma in Townsville actually does it funnily enough. Um, and she read my cards and she said that, um, over and over again, she did like five different decks and we literally kept pulling the same cards, which was like wild. Yeah. And every card kept saying that you're trying to decide about taking a leap in a completely different direction, but you've got financial worries. Take the leap. Like it's going to work out. I just got goosebumps again. Do you know how funny that is? That's the exact same way I moved to Melbourne. I was like, I've never told you that. Yeah. I was sitting there and I was like, I'm miserable working this shit hospitality job. I need something. And I was like, I'm going to go see like, I think it was just like a, um, like a medium or something. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, anyway, and she's just like, you just need, like, you need a change. You need to go. You need to do something. And I got back in the car, and the name of the place that I went to is also the title of a song. And as soon as I got in the car, the song came on, 
and it was my happy song at the stage. You know, oh you always God. have a happy song. Yeah. I just broke down emotionally from head to toe with goosebumps. And I'm like, you know what? I'm doing this. That's a sign. Yeah. I can't believe we both like, that's how that's we crazy, launched into our like, like needed that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Supernatural. How hippie are we? <laughs> but that's what, yeah. Like, the hand in the resignation. We started training with the girls and then we decided we needed, we needed our own locations and God, in hindsight, we would have done one at a time, but we didn't because like I was quite impatient. Like I would have been so much more patient and picking my location. Like there is a thousand things I literally would have done differently <laughs> if I could go back in time. But we jumped into opening our locations. We didn't have the money to do it. So Emma got a personal loan to fund her fit out, but because I'd obviously already quit my job by this point, the banks wouldn't give me a loan. Yes. And I had just spent three years saving up for a house deposit. And anyone that knows me, like, I'm not good at saving. So this was... (laughs) A big deal. (laughs) It was a huge deal. And I had to drop that in to fit out the studio. And I, like, my my husband, he's good. He's like, you know, it's an investment. It's not losing it. But transferring that money over and watching it disappear like it felt like I was losing oh, it like it yeah. broke my heart to do well, it well it is like at the end of the day you don't know when you're going to get that back at all it's or a risk ever. Yeah, like it's a what risk. if it, everything fails yeah. and it's gone and there's years of my saving just yeah. gone yeah so that that was a big big move for me and not that I don't believe in myself but I think that was like a real pivotal point of me kind of betting on myself and having the mindset like if I'm not willing to invest in myself, like how can I ask clients or anyone to invest into me if yes. I'm not willing to take that leap? Yeah. You, in order to like motivate or inspire in any industry or in any aspect of life, you really need to go through something in order to like yeah. influence other people in a way. Yeah. 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 And then so we opened open our studios, um, which has been great. Like having our locations is amazing. Yeah. So um, now... You own a, a gym or a studio? How many? How many yeah, so we, we own, um, Emma and I co-own together the Townsville and Brisbane. Um, so we're 50-50. I manage Brisbane, obviously, because I'm here. Emma manages Townsville. Yeah. And then Hannah that owns Sydney. So she was one of our trainers in Townsville. And she randomly said to us, like, I've got really exciting news for you guys. And she was our head trainer at this point, And I was actually in Townsville. So she scheduled a meeting with us. And then she's like, so I'm moving to Sydney. And we were like, um, like, no, um, not. that's not great news. Like, yeah. are you on drugs? Like, you're, she was such a big part of our company. Yeah. That I was like, this is, what? This is and it. she's like, but my, she's like, the exciting bit. She's like, I really believe in training with the girls, like your vibe, like everything about it. She's like, I really yeah. want to open one in Sydney. Like, are you guys on board with that? Oh, that's and amazing. It was. And Emma and I were like shook. Because we expanding was always a goal, yeah. but it, someone believes in it, us. That yeah, that wasn't even something we thought would happen within the next year or two. Let alone like, bam, there. Yeah. So we hadn't even talked about it. <laughs> yeah. So put on, talk about being put on the spot. Literally. So like, and we we said that to the time, like we we need to reconvene. Yeah. Um. But obviously, like Sydney's killing it now. Like we obviously went through, and I think it was almost the perfect situation of us being able to expand, but with someone we trusted, someone we knew already shared our values, our vision. Yeah. Um, we literally, like, training with the girls has been, like, our baby. So yeah. handing, handing that off to somebody that, like, you don't know if they're just going to, like, ruin what you're trying yeah. to create. So I think it was really great. Um, and, like, Hannah, like, 
we pretty much treat it like three ways, really. Like, we all kind of are involved in decision-making. Yeah, um, which is amazing. It is. Like, it, it's been incredible having Hannah on board. So Yeah. And that sort of led you to, like, where did you – how did you even get these awards? Like, what – like, your businesswoman of the year, like, two years – Okay, so – Like, what? <laughs> the, the, first, the first award, I never even thought to ever put my hand up for an award. And, like, I actually – like, it's funny sort of reflecting back, but – I never thought I'd achieved enough to kind of warrant that kind of recognition. Like, I'm just yeah. me over here doing my thing. Like, I'm nothing special. I don't know. Like, I'd always sort of had that mindset. And the first award that I ever got nominated for was the um, Gold Coast Women in Business Award. Yeah. And <clears throat> someone nominated me. And I still to this day have no idea who. Do you know what? Yeah. No idea. Um, so, sorry, just to butt in there just quickly, but... I said this in last week's podcast. If you didn't, if you haven't listened to it yet, guys, just quickly flick back. It's about supporting your tribe. Mm. Amanda was actually, she messaged me one morning and was like, I've nominated you for the Gold Coast like, Business Woman <laughs> Award. And I was like, I love this. So is that the, the same yeah, thing? Yeah. So I, How beautiful I, is that? Someone nominated me and I was like so flattered and yeah. I didn't, I don't know, like I didn't even, I'd never even thought about something like that before, but having somewhat somewhere else in the world that literally took the time to be like I believe good you. on you like yeah I can tell you're hustling like you should be proud yeah that's so I amazing. was like oh my god like yeah I'll actually stop and reflect like I have worked yeah. like and I won the yeah I came second in overall businesswoman of the year and then I won the young businesswoman of the year which was 28 and under yeah um, I'm pretty sure which is an amazing achievement yeah like, huge yeah yeah, so that was – I I didn't think I stood a chance. Like, there was – the actual awards ceremony, there was a room full of incredible women with all of these incredible businesses and speaking with them. Like, even there on the night, like, my family came. Like, my dad came along, and I'm thinking, like, oh, my God. Like, yeah. I'm like, he's wasted his money on a ticket. Like, Oh, my God. That would have been amazing. And then when I won, I was like, oh, my God, no. And then I just had to get up and say something, and I was like, oh, my God, no. <laughs> I'm like, not prepared for this. I'm so unprepared. I and then um, next minute, someone gets invited to New York. Oh, so that was – so I actually won one after that. So oh. there was a – a different company, um, Emma and I actually nominated each other for it. Um, Cute, and yeah. I won Brisbane and she won North Queensland, awesome. which was pretty exciting because they said that was the first time ever they'd had two people within the same company make it as a finalist or even win. Oh, so I'm literally, I've had goosebumps like four times. You've been talking. <laughs> what a little, well, yeah. Um, <laughs> and what I sort of realized, like the process of actually, nominating yourself or someone nominating you for an award in the actual process so you get nominated and then you have to almost fill out an application yeah where it makes you brag about your achievements it makes you stop and reflect yeah buckle up for this because you're gonna have to <laughs> oh i need that together. so bad <laughs> but it makes you stop and it asks a lot of questions about um your business projection um different processes things that you might even have thought about within your business yet the yeah. amount I actually planned out from that very first nomination, like plans for my business and actually putting it on paper, made that was like, probably the most valuable thing about it, to yeah. be honest. Yeah, um, 100%. That would have made you level up. like It does. And I'm excited of that bit for you. Like, yeah. it's going to be good. That excites me because next yeah. year I'm like, I'm so, yeah. I'm so hyped this yeah. year. And it's oh. it's going to be great. And then the, the Stevie Award was the one in New York, yeah. um, which... Which had someone came ridiculous amount of nominations. So again, I was kind of like, this is going to be a cool experience. Yeah. Like 
going to when I found out I'd made it as a finalist I did want to go to New York but that was also when all the fires were happening here and I obviously still do casual for the fire department and leaving when we were honestly that short and under the pump I was like it's just not a good time so I didn't go um and I ended up getting third which was pretty amazing (laughs) yeah yeah like New York New York New York I know so like that was cool and that's I'm in really the final cool. stage of a Telstra one at the moment no, that's so which had like literally 30 questions with 300 word answers it took wow. me like 10 hours to complete but oh my god the amount of level ups in it and things I had to reflect on it's almost like sometimes you just need that self growth like, like yeah. I don't know really like cool. and I love that about these awards is that it's not it's not getting the award and like the networking with them and other women, like that's really great too. Yeah. The actual process makes you grow. Can I just jump in there quickly and say to anyone out there listening, if you have a friend that like, cause I'm so grateful that you nominated me cause I love, like I want that so bad. Yeah. But if you have someone that you know is working their butt off in like business, just to nominate them and just yeah. to push them to actually like take that next step. Cause Who's like, going to put their name forward? No oh, one's I didn't even know that name. was a thing. Like Exactly. Like, that is amazing. And it takes one person, that flow on effect, from someone nominating you to then you being like, oh, hell, like, I'll recognize you and nominate. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. just recognizing and, I guess, women coming together and kind of being like, love what you're doing. You're putting in the work. Like, good for you. Be proud. Yeah. I actually had a... Um, with my like apparel launch this week, I had a beautiful girl that I'm actually going to interview for the podcast send me a video message and be like... Hun, I see how hard you're working this week. And I just want to say, good job. You are nailing it. And that's all she said. How and I was like, what does that mean though? Oh my like, God, it's beautiful. Like I yeah. almost cried. Like it's <laughs> so amazing that people can be so supportive of each other. And yeah. if you're not, come on guys. Like, yeah. What's the harm? I think if you're not, you need to reflect why. Yeah. A lot yeah, of there's the a time, lot of self, like, yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's a you problem. If you can't be supportive of your friends or people in your tribe's success, there is a you problem and you need, you need to, to fix that. You need to address it. Yeah, like, that's 100%. not okay. Yeah. So just going back a little bit, what else do you do? You now just launched – you're launching a podcast this yes. weekend. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. That is so exciting. I'm, yeah. I'm so excited. The podcast, it's so funny. I remember when I did my first one, the response that I got back was so overwhelming that's I so feel great. like it's one of the best things I've done this year. Like, I'm so excited for you. I've, I'm actually like, I love talking to people and meeting new people. So yeah. this is kind of just a tool for me to reach out and talk to people that otherwise I never would have. Yeah. So I'm digging it. Like mm. I've filmed a few episodes now, um, just so they're stocked up, like ready to go because I love being overly Prepared. organized. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I've literally loved it. So it's called TWTG radio, which is obviously like short for training with the girls, but it's not girly orientated. It's not just fitness. Like it's kind of everything fitness, health, but it really jumps into like business finance, like yeah, you've the environment. Like, yeah. like I feel like it's a everything. Kind yeah. Of. Which like, is cool. Like I love that. So everyone can sort of like listen. There's to a it. little bit for everybody. Yeah. So um, that's cool. We launched our first ever diary release, um, which like Emma, if you're listening, like love you. The amount of resizing Emma had to do for this diary, like, I thought she was going to have a meltdown. That is like, so funny. The work that went in behind it was so huge because, 
Like, we aren't graphic designers, but yeah. anyone that has their own business will know oh. suddenly you become a graphic designer, an advertiser, an accountant. Oh, my like, God. I am literally, like, I feel like I should just be. I'm just a, now I'm a graphic designer. Yeah. Like, like add it I, to your resume pretty much. Like, it, I'm sorry, guys. If you've gone to uni, I'm now taking that time. <laughs> yeah, it is. Like, as a small business, especially in the beginning, like, you can't afford no. to pay people to do these things. Like, it's up to you to try and do it as best as you can and to do a lot of Googling and YouTubing like oh. how to how to build a website. When I did my, oh my website, God. my Lord, but we just couldn't afford to pay someone five grand. So instead that was 48 hours of my life and a lot of gray hairs. Like I'm never going to get back. Yeah. But, <laughs> but it's good. Like it's a lesson and you learn. And I think like skill set. to yeah. anyone that in business or anything is trying to achieve something just to throw all your eggs in one basket and just try it. Yeah. Like you're just going to learn. And if you learn something and then you can pass it on to someone else, yeah. you're like constantly evolving and growing and helping other people as well. And it's, yeah, like it's just another level of leveling up. Yeah. Level, level, level. talking. It's like Christmas carol. Um, I love it. Oh, what else did you just do? You did, you've done a calendar. Yeah. You've yeah. Done. We did that. We did the diary. So we've got a magazine um, as well that we launched. It started as a newsletter and it started just for our clients to sort of just celebrate their success and achievements and for us to put um, a lot of educational content to sort of throw it all out to them at once, I guess. Yeah. Um, And then it just got really big. Um, A lot of our trainers, they contribute articles. So we ended up transitioning it into a magazine and then um, actually hosting it online. So it was free and available to everybody. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, So it was sort of still 50, 50, like we still have like a lot of client stuff in there, but I was doing like a nitty gritty section, which would be something really sort of sciencey based. Um, Emma's does more like the tips and tricks, like about, I don't know, like gym clothes or like macro friendly foods. And Hannah actually has a psych background. Um, So she's got a psych degree. So she threw in a lot more like mindset sort of stuff, which was really cool. Um, so that is like the links. If you jump on our website, we've got a heap posted up there, but we do host them all online and they're completely free. That's awesome. Um, just, I guess something to sort of give back. Yeah, of course. I love that. I love free stuff. Yeah. Like giving back, like providing content. Yeah. People are like, how do you, you like give away so much? I'm like, I don't care. Like money is not a problem. Yeah. Like, it's about giving value. Yeah. And I guess 100%. that comes down to like, where you can tell people that are just sort of passionate and yes. love it. Yeah. Um, and I think that shows are like. Doesn't just show success, but like shows passion. Yeah, um, I agree. Tenfold. Yeah. But at the moment, um, I'm working on the blood challenge, which is kind of, um, so the blood challenge, so it doesn't start till July next year, but it originally started because I'm just really big on donating blood. Um, I always have been, I don't know why, like say three lives, like I feel good and get cookies. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> all for um, the cookies all for the snacks um so originally i set up a blood challenge between our three studios yeah um and we we're just gonna like help the competition to see who could get the most donations you know i think that's the first thing you ever dm'd me i'm I pretty, think I'm pretty been, yeah. sure that's the first thing you ever messaged me was like hey jump on my blood challenge yeah um and then working with the blood um the blood rep we i sort of thought like i feel like making this bigger rather than just a train for girls thing like so much bigger, like so many more donations, so many more uh, like lives we can save. Yeah. So instead, I want it to be Australia-wide, fitness industry-wide. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Um, so we've got nearly 50 gyms already signed up. Um, doesn't start till July next year. So they've actually built a full landing page. So how it's going to work is every single team, so whether it's like Anytime Fitness Karina, like whatever the gym is that's yeah. registered, they'll have their own team. 
any members that donate just say what team they're on and their donations actually add to that team's tally. That's cool. And then at the end of the three-month block, whichever team has the most tally donations, then the blood service is literally going to give them, like, all trophies. Oh, cool. I know. So yeah, that's awesome. That's something, like, yeah. just fun and different and, like, another little avenue to help people. Yeah, well, I – it was only, like, when my husband had a really bad workplace accident – um, and he had to get half his foot amputated and he was getting blood transfusions. It was, I don't know, like I was... You feel like you need to like do your part. I was kind or... of shook just knowing, like seeing that full circle. Like I'd always donated blood and was like, okay, see ya. Like I'd never actually yeah. seen it be used and see the difference it can actually make in someone's life. Yeah. And then watching that someone had donated so that he could actually, like, kick his life. leg. Yeah. I was like, well, shit. Like, I feel like this is cool. That's like, beautiful. Yeah. I love that. Um, yeah, you never really get to experience it from that side of you. Yeah. Um, like, it was... Which is really awesome. Yeah, it was... Like, that was literally... Oh... Maybe the second worst period of my entire life when yeah. he was in hospital getting, like, 14 surgeries. Like... Yeah. It was really, like dark for me like I most days I was like I don't actually think I can get through today yeah and this was just after we'd launched the business too so Emma was a godsend like she took on a lot of the workload because I was like I'm melting down yeah I just can't even so definitely the plus side of having a business partner definitely um is there anything that like you did in particular to become like to come out of that dark phase or to even keep your business like operational obviously you just said having your business partner helped but more like mentally oh having my tribe I I Tommy was so positive like when they said that they were originally going to amputate his leg my heart literally stopped beating yeah and he's sitting there on Pinterest looking up cool prosthetics he's going (laughs) to build himself and I was like oh my god like it's his leg. I don't get to be the one that breaks down and cries when he's being yeah. so brave. That's just a bike. I feel like that's a oh, boy thing so to do. Like, oh, cool. I've got a robot leg. Like, oh, oh so <laughs> it was going and like spending being with him in hospital and having to keep my shit together and be like upbeat and positive and like, yeah, like life's good. Meanwhile, like, I didn't want him to feel guilty. Yeah. Being in there, being like my life's actually falling apart. Our home life's falling apart. Like I don't, can't do this. Yeah. So to him, I was sort of like, no, like, this is great. Like it's positive. We're going to be fine. Yeah. And then I'd literally get in my car in the hospital car park and, and just burst into tears. And I'd be on the phone to my friends, bawling my eyes out the whole way home being like, I can't do this. Yeah. And it think- was them. Literally they're like, you can like doing little things. Like they'd even send me like uplifting songs and motivational oh, songs to listen to. Like yeah. memes being like, you've got this, like you're going to get through this. Like, they literally kept me going. I love that. Based even based on like last week's like episode, just supporting your tribe and having that supportive network is so oh, I don't know so important. How I honestly would have gotten through yeah. that whole period by myself. Like I honestly don't. Yeah. I think that's really like that's amazing. Um going back to like I don't know, because I I feel like you're quite a successful person whether it be business or just life in general. How do you where do you find like the turning point was? I guess, where you, like, really leveled up? Um, the big level up for me was honestly even just being, a, like, a sole trader, the yeah. entrepreneur. Like, I was never raised – like, my parents raised me, like, you go to uni, you get a good job, you work a nine-to-five. Like, that's that's what you do to be successful. That's what success looks like. Yeah. So, <clears throat> hence why 
when I dropped out of med rather than be like, oh, I'm just going to jump and pursue what I'm passionate about. I was like, okay, like what's my next degree? Yeah. Like I never, for a second, it never even crossed my mind to start my own business because that was craziness. Yeah. Like and that what, was unsafe. That was, yeah, like almost like a bad move. Mm, like Yeah, 100%. But I think that's just like sort of how we're raised, I guess. Yeah. Um, so what is your... Like, cause I think everyone's view on success is so different yeah. and what you believe success is. What do you actually think that success means to you? To me now, it's investing my time and energy into something that makes me happy and yeah. makes a difference. Like I'm a big believer on leaving the world a better place from you having been in it. Yes. 100%. Um, like I spent... Like, God, I spent a lot a lot of years of my life, like, I'm not going to say wasted, but depressed doesn't even touch the sides yeah. um, as to where I was at. Like, I was suicidal. I was cutting. I was, like, I was not in a good place. And the last thing I ever thought was that I had anything to offer the world. Yeah. So I guess pushing myself mentally into a place where I feel like I matter. Like, that was a level up to me and knowing that I can... Make a difference. Make a difference. Like, I can... My life does actually mean something. And I think that so many people, like, if you do, like, suffer from, like, mental health or depression or whatever, that you can experience, like, happiness and you can level up. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, just putting putting yourself out there and really trying to, like, pursue your dreams or... Yeah. And, like, God, I'm glad, like, that I hung in there. Just saying, like, I couldn't see the light then, but I just hoped that it existed I hoped that one day I would be happy and that that was even possible for me and like I want to like go back in time and like high five myself yeah. being like so glad you didn't just end it yeah because that was literally where I was at yeah. and now like kind of like what you said like I love my life like I've surrounded myself with incredible people like I do something that I love yeah it, and I that's success like yeah like to me that is success it's yeah. not how much money you've got in the bank it's how you feel going to sleep you, at the end of the day. Like, did you create positive change in the world? Like, yeah, that's success. That's beautiful. And I, mm. like, could not agree more to that. Like, I'm sorry, but anyone that believes that financial success is success, get off your high horse because there is so much more to life than living in a fancy bloody house. Like, And you clearly don't own your own, not start up new business because I think people think, like, oh, you have your own business. Like, you must be really rich. Yeah. Mate. Never been broke in yeah. my life. <laughs> yeah, could not agree more. But I think that's like a really like powering way to sort of end mm. this conversation. But yeah. what I did want to ask you is what would be your biggest piece of advice for someone that not in just in business life, but how to take that step forward and really believe in yourself? Um, well, specifically business-wise, honestly, get a mentor. It's something I wished I had have done because I felt like I would have been able to make a lot less mistakes. Yeah. Um, put yourself out there. Go to networking events. I know, especially if you get social anxiety, like that's really daunting. And God, like I still get nervous going, but it's putting yourself in an environment where you're surrounded by people that are going to foster your growth. Yes. Um, if you're the smartest person in the room, like you're in the wrong room. And I've always been really big on trying to surround myself with people that push me to grow yeah yeah, Um, definitely so I would be doing that I would be reflecting find a new friendship (laughs) literally though but so do do your friends inspire you do they bring up the best version of you do they encourage you to chase your dreams like if you're saying no to those things like you need to expand your network yes definitely So I think that's that's the biggest step is getting a mentor 
networking with other people that are successful in the areas you want to be successful in and making sure you've got good support. Yeah. You are a reflection of the closest, like five people people in your life. Yeah. I said that last week and I could not agree more. Like, yeah, yeah, all of my close friends right now inspire me in so many ways. Yeah. Um, And yeah, I think that that's probably like one of my best moves. Like I could, I could have done as well. Yeah. Um, to end that, I wanted to do some quick fire questions. Okay. Before we get into that, do you have anything at all that you wanted to say or to share or? Um, not really. Like I feel like, and I guess being open and vulnerable is a skill that I've sort of learned is like, don't be afraid to do that. Don't think that you've got to always be okay and you've got to project that everything's easy, everything's fine. Like God, everyone struggles. Everyone has bad days and being able to share those, like yeah. there's power in that. Yeah, 100%. All right. Ready for this? Ready. <laughs> All right. So quick five questions. What okay. I'm going to do is ask you five questions and you need to answer like as quickly as possible. First okay. thing that comes okay. to your head. All oh, right. This could be dangerous. Okay. <laughs> All right. G-rated. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite quote? Empowered women empower women. Yes. Celebrity crush? The Rock. That was easy. <laughs> last, so easy. Last meal before you die? Sweet potato chips. Oh, my God. Stop it. Biggest pet hate? <laughs> Oh, lying probably. Yeah. Like I'm like nothing burns me more than dishonesty. Like I respect people that mess up and come clean so much. Yes. But people that lie to me, I just can't deal. Cannot. This is a bit of a risky one. Skydiving or bungee jumping? Skydiving. Yeah. Because but I'm not gonna do, be no. Do you know how much <laughs> my body would dislocate if I bungee jumped? Oh, just being tied to something and no. then putting ref- nut. I would nut. turn into a human slinky. No, it's I not should a good not, time. Like everything would oh. just pop. Anyway, no. that is so funny. <laughs> um, if you do want to find Amanda on any forms of social media or just in life in general, plug away, my doll. Okay, so <laughs> let me just get out my list. My podcast is TWTG Radio on Insta. My personal is Amanda underscore TWTG. Um, and then our studio is Train With The Girls underscore Kruparoo. Um, I'm also on LinkedIn, which I'm really dabbling with at the moment because I found it's a really, really cool place to network which touched back to my advice get amongst it if you're not on linkedin get on linkedin um facebook i'm on there as amanda jane i don't really use my last name on anything so a lot of you are probably like who is this marks and girl or not a girl <laughs> um i don't actually use it much but if you're a female and you add me on facebook i will accept i accept all females yeah. on there. sorry guys <laughs> um amazing and yeah. your podcast is now out as of tomorrow, as of tomorrow. Sorry, as of today so it'll basically be, it'll be out when this yeah. comes out please come find me I would love to have you on there. If you subscribe, you'll also see Naomi pop up because I've also interviewed her right back. Oh, my God, yes. Please, guys, <laughs> go and listen to that. I actually, like, I loved that conversation. It was, oh, it was, it was good. so good. Um, so just closing that on today, thank you so much for coming in. And remember, guys, the quote of the day is anything can happen in the most positive way at all. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Bye. Thank you all so much for listening to my podcast. I am truly grateful for each and every one of you. If you liked today's episode, please share it on your story and leave a five-star review on the Let's Be Real podcast. Oh, and don't forget to subscribe. If you have any questions for me, topics you'd like to be covered or anything at all, please do not hesitate to contact me on Insta or email. Also, if you want to get to know me a little bit more, see the show notes below for my info. Otherwise, find me on the gram at Naomi underscore Z McKillop or at letsbereal.podcast. That is all for today, fam. Have a fantastic day wherever you are in the world. And remember, become a more evolved you.